The pollen count. That's a difficult job. <laughs> Especially if you've got hay fever. I mean, one sneeze and you'd have to start again. I think if I had enough money, I'd hire two private investigators and get them to follow each other. So here I am, Milton Jones, champion jockey, with my coach and trainer, Anton. So put on your jockey colours, fasten your jockey hat, and hold on to the seat of your jockey pants for another case of Milton Jones. I'm halfway around the course at Cheltenham, trying to win the Cheltenham Gold Cup for the third time, which means, of course, I get to keep Cheltenham. I'm riding the favourite, which, to be honest, is a confusing name for a horse. As I approach the final fence, I can hear Anton, my trainer, in the crowd. Come on, Milton. Use the whip on the final turn. I can hear his voice, but I can't see him at all. Perhaps he was right. The blinkers should go on the horse. I first met Anton when he was working as a vet. He made a routine inspection of my dad's business, which was giving donkey rides on the beaches of Blackpool. I don't know, Milton. I don't like all this modernization, health and safety malarkey. Well, Dad, you can't go burying your head in the sand. Yes, I can. Good morning, Mr. Jones. Not here. Hello, Anton. Now, I've compiled my report. So, uh, what's the verdict? Milton, these donkeys, you know they don't actually have to wear donkey jackets. Really? And I know it's a beach, but I'm also concerned about the suitability of their shoes. Not flip-flops. And uh, to sum it up, I'm very worried about how your father is treating these animals. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Meat sandwich? Listen, Milton, you're obviously fond of animals. Maybe I could teach you about animal welfare at some stables I know. Don't leave me! It's all right, Dad. I'll be back in a couple of months. No, the tide's coming in! (laughs) My dad didn't like it, but I left to work as a stable boy in deepest Gloucestershire. Feeding the horses, mucking them out, feeding the horses, mucking them out. Then I came up with a brilliant time-saving plan. I stopped feeding them. So, you're the new stable boy. I'm the owner, Sir Torquil Truly Barrington, and this is my wife, Luelia. Trout. Oh, I love double-barreled names. My mother's maiden name was barely audible. <laughs> what was her first name? Never found out. <laughs> Presumably your father knew her name. Good old dad and mumble. <laughs> My dad's maiden name was hardly plausible. Surely your father didn't have a maiden name. Well, I said it was hardly plausible. Right, that's it, Jones. Give me one good reason why I should keep you on at these stables. I have a special gift for talking to horses. Oh, you're a horse whisperer. No, I'm a horse shouter. I find that if you feed them sugar lumps and shout, Go away! They seem to understand what you're saying. It works with pensioners as well. Oh, no, that won't do. I'm not sure you're up to this. Well, my ambition is to be a jockey. <laughs> I think you're already a bit big for that, Jones. Remember the saying, you could lead a horse to water... But you can't make it scuba dive. <laughs> Spurred on by Sir Torquil, I went on a crash diet, but then I started hallucinating. I remember I went into the jockey's changing room and all I could see were multicoloured pixies. <laughs> 
But one day, Sir Torquil's jockey, his reserve, and the reserve reserve all came down with a mystery illness. Anton was puzzled. I don't understand it. The jockeys all seemed perfectly healthy yesterday. There must be some sort of bug about. Where could it have come from? No idea. Meat sandwich. Uh, no thanks. Jones, get your kit on. You're riding in the 2,000 guineas. This was my big chance. I won the race and I haven't looked back since. Perhaps I should take the blinkers off between races. Here I am, at the final fence of the Cheltenham Gold Cup. It's incredibly exciting. Suddenly, a rival jockey draws level. Fall, Jones! Fall! He's wearing the unmistakable yellow and green colours of the Australian racing tycoon, Sir Max Langer. I'm in my unmistakable off-white with pink spots. Once again, I've forgotten to get dressed. And the favourite is the winner, Barnett. In the winner's enclosure, we are presented with the cup by none other than Her Majesty the Queen. As I stood there in the jockey's enclosure, at last I knew that I belonged. In every sense, there could be no question that I was a jockey. And what do you do? He's the winning jockey, ma'am. Oh, Anton, how clever. <laughs> will we be seeing you on Tuesday? Indubitably, ma'am. Right, where's the winner? Not that my horse will ever lose again. How can you be so sure? Meat sandwich. Ah, Sir Max, might I introduce you to the Queen? Delighted. Where are you from? <laughs> ah, Australia. <laughs> Mom, perhaps we should leave the winner's enclosure. I could show you through to that quieter area over there. It seems to be altogether less popular. Ah, the Michael winner's enclosure. <laughs> uh, well, here's your gold cup and your cheque for a hundred grand and champagne. Champagne? Ow! You've hit me in the eye, you flaming galah! Sorry, I thought you might want to cork for your hat. <laughs> Good news, Milton. Sir Torquil was so pleased with your success, he commissioned your biography. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> anyway, I've already written a biography. Here it is. I was four years old when I first rode a horse across a field in Yorkshire. And the rest is history. Very good. Elizabeth I was the first Queen of England. <laughs> well, there's no need to be downhearted. Meeting this writer could be a positive experience. I'm sorry I didn't get here sooner. Milton, this is Zara, truly Barrington. Hello, nice to meet you. My mother had a double-barreled name. She was barely audible. I've heard. Oh, well done. <laughs> Milton, aren't I strangely familiar? Are you one of the Devon strangely familiars? <laughs> Don't you recognise me from the stables? Dobbin! <laughs> no, you know, jumping out from my father's Range Rover. Of course. Patch! Milton, Zara is Sir Torquil's daughter. I can still remember seeing you as a stable boy, walking round the yard, stripped to the waist, with your torso glistening in the sun. That may be the time I mistook chip fat for sunblock. <laughs> we should probably start the interview. So, tell me, have horses always been a part of your upbringing? Ah, well, I come from a long line of Smiths. My dad was a Jones, but his mum was a Smith. I thought she was a barely audible. Well, it wasn't clear, exactly. <laughs> My dad failed the exam to become a smith, but he did manage to forge the certificate. And you have a brother called Leicester. Now, why isn't he the jockey? My brothers were all named after towns in the Midlands. There was Leicester, Nottingham and Coventry, uh, but no one talked to him. Um, Milton, why don't you tell Zara about your father? Ah, yes. After the forge closed, Dad started giving donkey rides on Blackpool Beach. Then he thought it might be better if he got the donkeys to give the rides. 
Must have been difficult. Donkeys can be very stubborn. Well, do you know, they each had their own characters, like Billy the masochistic donkey who hated vegetables. We had to give him the stick when he was good and the carrot when he was bad. <laughs> you must have got to know them all very well. Yes, but I think I was closest to Sillet Bang Stain Remover Remove Stubborn Stains. I used to call him Sillet Bang Stain Remover for short. And every day we marched up and down the sands with Sillet Bang printed proudly on his side. So you had sponsorship? Sponsorship? Bother! <laughs> Tell me, do you look on your childhood with fondness? Living in Blackpool was a happy time. Do you know, I'd completely forgotten about those days in the sun. Ice cream, burying Grandma in the sand. Actually, do you mind if I make a phone call? <laughs> I couldn't get through on the telephone, so we decided to actually go there. As we stood on the beach, not only was there no sign of Grandma, but my father and all of his donkeys had disappeared too. There had to be some explanation. Milton, will you put the cello down? <laughs> Sorry, it just helps me think. Well, this is very bracing, isn't it? Oh, Milton, I don't like it here. It's really shabby. Well, it is very old, and some of the signs have letters missing. Oh, so that's not a black poo tower. <laughs> Shall we move on? Why don't you two lovebirds go off and enjoy all the splendours of Blackpool's Golden Mile? It was very romantic. Dinner, roller coaster, dinner again. <laughs> then we went back to the beach for a game of crazy golf. Milton, I'm not sure crazy golf is supposed to be this crazy. Of course it is. Just pass me the hockey stick and I'll hit that seagull into the wheelie bin again. <laughs> we went for a romantic walk, and there, in the fading light, I saw the unmistakable figure of my uncle, although it turned out to be my dad. Milton? Dad! And who's this young lady? Zara Truly Barrington. Oh, my wife was barely audible. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Oh, not you. <laughs> Dad, where are the donkeys? People don't want donkey rides anymore. So where's Billy and Sillet Bang? The donkeys are all fine. You mustn't worry about them. Meat sandwich. Father, you haven't. No, 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 no. They're all in a sanctuary. Till Monday. Just had a letter from some Aussie bloke saying he's bought the land and he wants me out. Max Lemmer! Unless I pay it five years' rent up front, but where can I get £137,000? Hang on. Milton, isn't that exactly the amount of money you won at the Cheltenham Gold Cup? Yes, and that's also the exact cost of a horse made of white chocolate I saw in Harrods. But don't worry, I know where my priorities lie. White chocolate horse for Milton Jones? Chocolate horse, anyone? Milton, what are the donkeys supposed to do? Hope. Hope and bray. I know. You'll just have to win the Grand National. So the big race was upon us. Max Langer had entered an Australian horse. I don't know how I knew it was an Australian horse. It was just something about its accent. No. I decided I would get sponsorship this time, and soon every inch of my body was covered in logos. Right, Milton, there's just one more logo to go on. Right on your chest. Claims direct? Oh, Daddy, how tacky. Well, the sponsors got pretty heavy, actually. They say if you don't wear it, you might meet with a nasty accident. Well, at least we covered. <laughs> Milton, uh, there's been some bad news. Milton's been suspended by the Jockey Association. What the blazes? It was Milton's Cadbury sponsorship. He's been found guilty of excessive use of the walnut whip. 
Langer is behind this. I fear so. He's just taken over the Jockey Association, and your hearing is next Wednesday. What? Your hearing is next Wednesday. <laughs> that is weird. I heard you say your hearing, and then the next thing I heard was is next Wednesday. <laughs> Whatever you said between your hearing and is next Wednesday, I didn't hear at all. <laughs> I walked out of entry and into the city. Milton, I know you're in a bad place right now. Yeah, Liverpool. <laughs> I know horses are everything to you. Yes, I feel I'm betraying my great-grandfather who campaigned for horses' rights by throwing a pony under a suffragette. <laughs> it turns out that the Jockey Association were having a secret meeting, which fortunately I got to hear about. Hmm, looks like they've got new premises. If I didn't know better, I'd say this was a disused warehouse that's used to house all sorts of things. That's right, Jones. Mainly baseball bats. I've got one here, and it's going to have your face all over it. More sponsorship, eh? <laughs> now, wait a moment, Mr Langer. This is supposed to be an official hearing. Where's the rest of the Jockey Association? Oh, they're uh, around. Meat sandwich. Oh. <laughs> now, let's get down to business, Jones. I reckon you owe me some money. You know, for those races where you were meant to take a fall. I can't believe Milton would do anything so foolish. Uh, Tell me everything. Well, at first it was easy. I was given money to fall at the St. Ledger. There aren't any fences at the St. Ledger. As I said, it was easy. <laughs> then I was paid to fall at the champion hurdle. Milton! It's okay, I jumped all the fences, but the horse fell at the third. You see, he took my money but didn't take the falls. So me and Mr. Baseball Bet would like that hundred grand back. All we can do is promise you faithfully that Milton will spend every waking minute trying to repay. I won't let you down, Mr. Langer. Chocolate horse for Milton Jones? <laughs> well, it looks like you're working for me, then. Perhaps we can use your celebrity status to boost the image of one of my super casinos in America. I've always wanted to be a cowboy. In fact, I once got addicted to fantasizing about it. But I'm on the wagon now. Yeehaw! <laughs> Well, let's celebrate this new arrangement, shall we? I'll do it. Ah! Sorry. The next thing I knew, I was at the Lucky Horseshoe Casino in Vegas, and my head was spinning. Excuse me, sir, would you get off the roulette wheel? Sorry. Sorry about that, bro. Milton, we do need to behave ourselves here. There are rather a lot of big men in dark suits. Well, they say they have no security issues, but they don't like it if you give them a hug. There you are, Jones. Now, let me introduce you to some of our higher-spending clients. This is Oleg Zelanovich. He's one of those new Russian oil billionaires. He just bought Leeds. United? No, Leeds. I hope he's kept the receipt. <laughs> and this is the heiress, Nancy Lou Bonneville Dupre. Why, howdy, Mr. Jones. You're the racing guy from England. Hello. Time to play roulette. Place your bets. Milton, watch out for Nancy Lou. She's a real flirt. Why, Milton, I find it so hot in here. I wonder if you care to adjust my pearls. Right here. Whoops. Get those pearls off the roulette wheel. And the winning number is 13 red and 14 black, 15 red, 16 black. Jones, you idiot! Milton, everything all right? That security man is staring at you. Tell him if it's about the hug earlier, I'm already spoken for. I found myself in Max's office, the nerve centre of the operation. Television screens everywhere, a hint of despair in the atmosphere. It reminded me of working in Dixon's. 
You just cost me $30 million, you flaming drongo. Prepare to meet Mr. Baseball Bet. Stop this at once. Who the hell are you? I'm Zara Truly Barrington. What? Milton, I've seen how gambling can be addictive. I think you should phone Gamblers Anonymous. Maybe you're right. I'll give you the number. Don't worry, I'll try a random one. I'm feeling lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Oi! Sorry to break up the love fest, but you still owe me, Jones, and you're going to pay me back one way or the other. Tell me, have you ever done any boxing? Actually, I used to do a mixture of Taekwondo and Kung Fu. Tai Fu. <laughs> I've got all sorts of cups for it. Uh, boxing Jones, the noble art. Joe Frazier, Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard. Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah? I wouldn't like to try and do that. <laughs> Right, this is your last chance, Jones. I need someone to go down in the second round against Chad the Shredder Johnson. Okay. You'll have to go to the weigh-in. I think I know where that is. (laughs) No, Milton, that's the way out again. Good news, Milton. I've realised you're not going to be heavy enough to fight. You'll be in the wrong weight category. And Milton Jones weighs in at 320 pounds. I don't understand. That'll be my lucky anvils. Chad the Shredder Johnson! Milton, don't worry. The golden chariot pulled by seven showgirls dressed as tigers letting off fireworks is just to psych you out. Relax. I've got my own big entrance planned with girls and animals. And please welcome the challenger, all the way from England, Milton Jones! sure that was quite the effect we were looking for. What on earth is Melton wearing? Ah, those are his boxer short. Oh, dear. I have to write this up for the biography. The atmosphere around the ring was electric. Chad the Shredder Johnson paced up and down pensively. Melton looked on, muscular, glistening and brave. The crowd were in a state of ecstasy, barely able to contain the overwhelming passion that welled up inside them. Anton took a bucket of water. Now, calm down there, Zara. Oh, thank you're getting a little bit carried away. Okay, I want a good, clean fight. All right, Jones? Yep. Sorry, do I go down in the first round or the second? The second. Thank you. <laughs> Second's out. Round one. I just had to get through the first round, but my arms felt strangely heavy, and I didn't fancy my chances. It was almost as if the lucky anvils I'd put in my gloves weren't working. In desperation, I swung a punch. Ooh, my luck returned as Johnson fell over. Four, five, six. While Johnson was lying down, the ref chose that moment to play hide-and-seek. But looking round, there was just nowhere to hide. Eight, nine, ten. That's what you won. Don't tell me you couldn't find me. No, you've won the boxing match. Oh, Jones, you were meant to lose. You've cost me millions. Milton, I think now might be the time to leave. Quick, everyone. Onto the donkey. We needed somewhere to hide. Ideally, a church where we could claim some sort of donkey sanctuary. Fortunately, Las Vegas is riddled with unusual wedding chapels. The first we tried was a drive-in church on the theme of a burger bar. 
In a way, he wouldn't have known it was a church at all, even down to the selling fries from a tiny window and calling the police when we sang hymns. <laughs> then we hid out at the unexplained church of the paranormal, where we were witnesses to a wedding. We are gathered here today to witness this wedding. Or are we? <laughs> do you take this man to be your husband? I do. But do you? We needed to find a church where three people and a donkey could just blend in. <laughs> Luckily, eventually we stumbled across a rare Christian-themed church. Phew, we should be safe here. Yes, I'm pretty sure no one will track us down to this place. Chop that horse for Milton Joe. Great. <laughs> you really should stop doing that. Anton, I've been meaning to ask you. You're so good with horses. How come you never became a jockey? I have a confession to make. It's through there on the left. <laughs> no, something happened I can barely talk about. I lost my confidence with animals. Once I saw a cow sitting down in a field. I went up to it and said, oh, I see it's going to rain then. It turned out it just didn't have any legs. That's terrible. <laughs> you poor thing. No, no. My confession is I'm working undercover for Scotland Yard. We've been trying to find a way into the criminal activities of Max Langer, but all I've found so far is... The way out. I found that. Oh, this is so exciting. I must get this down. The dashing police inspector had lost the trail of the international criminal mastermind. You flatter me. I'm afraid the vast majority of police work is dull, uneventful, and drearily unsurprising. Occasionally, of course, things are a little more hectic. <laughs> to do something. Yes, I might just call up a SWAT team. Of course, a team of SWATs. We could win a pub quiz with them. Take the winnings to Langer's Casino and gamble our way to a fortune. Or we go to Langer's International Headquarters and Casino in Dubai and join his big poker game to win back Zara. And then do the pub quiz. Clever. So here we are, outside Max's Casino in the heart of Dubai. Ah, yes, Dubai, part of the United Arab Emirates. It has a population of 1.2 million, and its main exports are palm oil, dates, and financial services. Milton, you know we're not going to do the pub quiz, don't you? <laughs> Maybe. Shall we go through? Jones! I knew you'd come. Ready for the big poker game? Milton, you came for me. Zara, you're safe. That's great news. You can answer all the questions on Gloucestershire. Just deal the cards. As the two protagonists locked horned over the beautiful Zara, battle was well underway. Milton sat impassive, not giving away the slightest hint of the cards he'd been dealt, which was impressive, given that they were ace, king, queen, jack, ten, and all of the same suit. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Milton, was that wrong? Deal again. The next round seemed to be some sort of picture round. <laughs> Four of my cards said little pictures of kings, but I had no idea who any of them were. <laughs> Suddenly, I heard a noise in my ear. Milton, it's Anton. I put this device in your ear when we were on the plane. You've got a great hand, just keep raising. 
Let's start the bidding, shall we? I bid a million. I bid a million. Raise with everything you've got. No, Milton, put your hands down. <laughs> and I raise you two million. I'll see your two million and raise you three million. I see your three million. You're out of money, aren't you, Jones? Anton, what do I do now? I don't know. Give me a minute to think. I'll see your three million and I raise you this earpiece. <laughs> what? He's getting out a baseball bat, Anton. What do I do, Anton? Anton! <laughs> it was a disaster. I'd lost my best friend, my fiancée, my father's donkey sanctuary, and 14 million pounds. Shot the horse for Jones. Make that 14 and a half million pounds. <laughs> Definitely the worst pub quiz I've ever been to. Now my lucky anvils needed to produce some serious pieces of luck. Hello, Milton. Anton! How did you escape from that tiny earpiece? Oh, um... I climbed out, probably. Well, that's one bit of good news. There is more. Today's the day of the Dubai Desert 14 and a half million pound stakes. Fantastic! All I need now is something to ride. Well, there's some more good luck. I want you to meet someone I bumped into a few moments ago. Hello, Milton. Dad! Were you in the earpiece too? <laughs> Actually, your father, who ran a donkey sanctuary, could provide you with something for the race. A piggyback. No, better than that, Milton. Silly bang. We'll wipe the floor with them. Milton, I managed to escape. You mustn't race. Max's security guards will stop at nothing to take you out. Boy, do I regret giving him that hug. No, Milton, he's going to shoot you. Don't worry, Milton, we'll cover you. You concentrate on the race. Riding my lucky donkey, holding my two lucky anvils. How can I lose? And here we are at the start of the Dubai Desert 14 and a half million pound stakes. Milton Jones is a late entry on Sillit Bang. They're under starter's orders, and they're off. Anton, look, a man with a gun. Step aside, Zara. It's too late. The bullets hit my lucky anvils. But then I dropped them. I tried to turn back to pick them up, but Sillit Bang suddenly went so fast I couldn't stop him. It was as if a huge weight had been lifted from his shoulders. The racetrack was grass for the first three miles, and it was out into the desert. And now they're onto the sand. Look at Sillit Bang go. Of course, he must think he's back on Blackpool Beach. And the winner is Milton Jones! As soon as I realised I'd cleared my debt, I proposed to Zara, and we got married there and then, at a branch of the unexplained church of the paranormal. <laughs> or did we? We forgot to book a photographer for the reception, so we all ran down the race course together and all tried to finish at roughly the same time. Langer was furious. He's been completely bankrupted. Oh, that's wonderful. But, Milton, what happened to good old Sillet Bang? I don't know. Meat sandwich, anyone? That was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill, Dave Lamb and Lucy Montgomery. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. And listen again next time when you can catch another case of Milton Jones!